Issa, and I'm open. I'm Renee, and I'm honest. And this is the Open and Honest Podcast. Oh, fuck. Welcome to the first episode of Open and Honest, a podcast where we're having open conversations on just about everything. But before we get started, let's meet your hosts. Hi, everyone. My name is Renee. I am 23 and I am one half of Open and Honest. I am currently on a journey of just being very selfish with my time. I am focusing on myself, traveling, spending money, getting to know new people, and really just living my life to the fullest. I spent the last couple of years being in relationships, so right now it's about me, and I hope to talk about my experiences on this podcast with you. What's up, guys? I'm Isa. I'm 22, and I'm one half of Open and Honest. I'm currently working on prioritizing myself and my health before others, and I'm really focused on becoming the best version of myself physically and emotionally, and I hope to just share this experience and my journey with you all. All right, so let's get the show started. Every week on Open and Honest, you can look forward to a segment in the show where we're discussing things that celebrities said. So today on Twitter, the baby said something that really started a conversation. I was kind of going through the comments on this one and seeing how people were reacting to what he was saying. Basically, what the baby said is, if social media wasn't such a lucrative tool in the business I'm in, I wouldn't even be on it. Lost souls influenced by lost souls. I hate to see it. I encourage people to have the courage to find themselves without false sense of security they search for on on the internet. I always prefer to say less because social media ain't a place for truth. But lately, I've been feeling like it's my calling to say more. I would have to say I agree with what the baby is saying here. I honestly feel like social media is a lucrative tool, but it's also a place where lost people just find even more lost people. So I think it's important when you are using these social media platforms that you understand what your intent is. Um, Are you going there to be entertained? Are you going there to grow your business? Um, What are you doing on social media? And always keep that in mind because there's so many times where you're being fed these false narratives of either romance or what success is or what like what a successful business is or you know all these different narratives that I feel like it's hard when you're already somebody who doesn't know what you want or what you're looking for social media can easily become a place where like you go there and you feel like oh I can you know I'm getting all these well yeah like the people who just go on there to vent or rant about random stuff yeah and like for me personally I think about it like for me, I, you know, I started a business last year and I feel like on social media, everybody makes it look like it's so easy. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you know, they show you all the successful things. They show you all the orders going out. They show you, you know, all the money coming into their bank account, but nobody's showing you the hard times or, you know, what it took to get to that point. It's like, everybody just wants to show you the good. And the same thing with relationships. It's like, you have all these relationship goals, but it's like, like, what happens? (laughs) Like when these people aren't on social media, like when nobody's around, so i i've well you choose what you want to be able to see literally there's so much that goes on behind closed doors that nobody will ever have any idea about yeah and i just feel like it's like important to keep that in mind um you know when we're on these these platforms so i feel like what the baby said was important yeah going back to the baby yeah i feel like what he said it was it was important but at the same time i don't know like i don't know if you got a chance to read the comments on this one but like a lot of people were like in favor of him they're like okay yeah the baby's totally right but then a lot of people were also trying to discredit him because like recently he was in the news um for you know having robbed somebody about 
pop culture. I'm well, not yeah. the pop culture. Yeah, but like whiz, he, so I don't know. Anything. He was in the news recently for like having robbed somebody, and so oh, they're what? like, oh, so I'm taking advice from somebody who's robbing people. I'm what? taking it because he's, you know, he's saying I encourage you no, to do yeah. all these things, and it's like, but are you encouraging? Yeah, you the prospect. But like, and also like the things you're rapping about, you know. But I, yeah. I also don't feel like it's fair to discredit him based on that. At the end of the day, he's a human, and he yeah. has his own experiences in that. Um, so yeah, I feel like a tool at the end of the day, like he's a rapper, he's a celebrity. He has to use a tool to his advantage regardless. I agree. That's kind of how, when I came across it, I mean, I just thought it was so relevant. I mean, selfishly speaking in terms of us, how he's been saying like lately, I've been feeling like it's my calling to say more and, um, it's a place to say less. Sometimes you don't want to say as much as you should when in reality it's a tool to open your mouth and if you do have any like light that can be shed on topics then do so and I think that's at the place where we're at we've been wanting to do this podcast and just be so open and for me having my blog it's always about like being vulnerable and when I can say less I still try to say more a lot of the time all right so now that you know how open and honest feels about baby's recent tweets let's talk about what Khloe Kardashian said that had Instagram going crazy be brave look back and reflect on the one that you had past year or the past decade. It's okay to remind yourself of what you went through and what you overcame. There's a lot more to what she said, but I think this is like a super important part because it's true. Everybody, it's a cliche, new year, new me. And this is kind of, I feel like I saw this everywhere, all over social media when she said it, because it's true. You have to look back on the last year and reflect, not just move on and think that you're going to reinvent yourself from one day to the next. And that's exactly what Renee and I have been talking about the last week is how do you, we actually have this conversation in our personal life. Mm -hmm. How do you overcome that cliche of not wanting to reinvent yourself every day and just taking your past self and building on top of that? Because at the end of the day, you're constantly growing, evolving. If not, I could just say, oh, you know what? New Tuesday, new me Mm -hmm. every single week. Then what's, the point of that, no, you're constantly evolving and growing, and I think that's what she's trying to say. You're always in a state of reflection and growth, so I think that was super important, and it ties perfectly into what we're going to be talking about. Right, and I think it's so important that the first thing she said is be brave, and then look back yeah. and reflect, because I think... And it's what the baby said, have courage. Yeah, I think it... it takes a lot of bravery um to be able to look back and see like maybe where you didn't succeed or mm-hmm. where you could have done things better rather than just like entering into a new time and a new year and a new space and just being like okay well I'm gonna do all these things now yeah like not taking well, into why account didn't you do that before why couldn't you not taking into account like what you you know didn't do last mm-hmm. year or where you could have been better or things of that nature it's like I want to know first like where I am now and where I was six months ago so then I can go into this new year a better me and that doesn't mean like day one I need to you know be the president of the United States it's like a it's a step by step it's we're building our way there like it's not a new year it's not a new me it's Mm -hmm. new year I'm the same same me just growing (laughs) same well it's like weight loss you're not gonna today Tuesday and tomorrow I'm gonna oh I'm gonna drop 20 pounds in a day it's step by step and you have to realize okay if I didn't do something yesterday that's going to benefit that goal, what can I do today to start going forward? And that's the same thing that you have to, that's kind of the mentality that you have to go through life with because you're always going to be growing, always working towards something. It's a never ending process. So 
like we said, it's not going to happen overnight, one day to the next. And this is something we all know. It's just, I think, such a big thing in our world. Like, that new year, new me mentality is so ingrained in people's minds. And some people really believe it. And, but they I'm really over it. think. I say it as a joke now. Like, I'll be like, oh, yeah, new year, new me. But it's like, no, it's I'm not. I, I saw you yesterday. I saw you. You know, like, I'm clearly the same person. Like, we're clearly my, all the same hair. My, you know, yesterday I did my hair. Yeah. <laughs> no, I saw this funny thing on Instagram. It was like, it was like, a lot of y'all are going to be new people tomorrow. But uh, I'm so excited but, uh, to meet you guys. Yeah. So each month we've decided to focus on one overall theme so you can expect every week to intertwine in some way. We don't want to give away too much, but for this month we'll be talking about four different aspects of our lives. This week will be I. We want to understand and have an open conversation about our wants and our needs going forward, establishing a ground for ourselves before we begin involving others in the discussion. So in the theme of the new year, I wanted to really start off by understanding how you feel about resolutions. Honestly, I've never really, like, whenever we talk about resolutions, like, in my family or, because sometimes after dinner or whatever, we'd go around and you'd say one thing, oh, this is my resolution. But I never, honestly, I've never really taken it too seriously because I feel like it's just every day I'm kind of thinking of something new that I want to work on or I have a new goal. So I think resolutions in my head are just goals that we always have, you know? Like, you're always thinking, like, What am I going to do? I feel like it's one thing. I don't know. I've just always had like a conflicting thing on resolutions because at the end of the day, it's like the other day we were in the car and I looked and I was like, do you have any resolutions? And I was like, no, I don't know. Do you? And I was like, um, I guess like to save more money. But that's really the only thing, you know, like my whole, what I was saying earlier is that I'm like so focused on like health and then like my work and all the things that I'm doing right now like even just this like the podcast this is a resolution that we had you know like start everything that we're wanting to do so I don't know I think I've just always not just just not called them resolutions but everything that we do or want to do is a resolution right I I don't know I I don't know if I think everything we do is a resolution. Like, I well, think not it's, everything, but no, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, the little goals and stuff like I that. I feel like they are goals, but I feel like there's a difference between, like, goals and resolutions. For me, personally. And, like, yeah, they're, they're pretty much the same thing. It's, like, your resolutions are always something that you want to accomplish, you mm-hmm. know? But it's, like, for me, my goals my goals are the same and they've always been the same. I always, I want to accomplish, accomplish the same things, but I feel like when we start thinking about New Year's resolutions, we, like, come up with these almost like cliche cliche answers answers. it's like oh I want to lose weight oh I want to go to the gym more oh I want to spend more time for myself oh I want to buy a nice car I want to do all these things I didn't complete my resolution I think I I epically failed at my resolution but that's what I'm saying and that's how often how it is that's why like people are always like oh I'll see a lot of people in the gym this this month you know month and then let's see February (laughs) and see what happens it's like it's like there are things that we know we're not going to be able to keep up with or I'm going to say for a majority of people that's what they are so it's like no I no longer believe in resolutions because it has a lot to do with this mentality of like oh I'll start tomorrow or I'll start Monday it's like that whole thing of like oh I'm going to start working out on Monday you know it's Saturday, but I'm gonna start tomorrow. on Monday. Yeah, I'm gonna but start today tomorrow. I'm gonna eat this concha. So exactly. So it's the same. Like to me, resolutions are that yeah. same like mentality. So I feel like as I've gotten older, I no longer believe in them because 
my goals are like all my goals and they're still my goals and I don't feel like I necessarily need to share them with people either you know like when how we talk about resolutions so freely like oh I want to do this and I want to do that it's like with my goals I know what they are and I don't necessarily need to talk exactly you succeed you'll see me succeed yeah I don't necessarily need to talk about them with everyone um in like such casual conversation it's personal like a lot of them are personal and I feel like you know that's the way it should be but I'm also curious, do you feel like there's a lot of pressure in the new year to completely change your life or change who you are um, or, or even never reinvent pers- yourself? Yeah, I've never personally felt that way just because I think I've just always been so adamant about like things that I believe in. Although they're always changing in no way or form am I saying that I'm stuck in my ways. But in that sense, I've never thought like, oh my God, new year, I have to be somebody new. I've always just found it dumb like since I was little like that whole mentality and like we were saying in the beginning people really believe it so I mean personally I don't just because I know that I can I can do the same thing that I'm going to be doing in October and January other than decorating my house in Christmas gear but (laughs) or (laughs) Halloween in October you know what I mean (laughs) but other than that no I don't feel like any pressure to completely reinvent who I am no I just think it's like I see it kind of like as a big picture like starting okay I have 12 months kind of I think in that way you're starting I see yeah like just the months are starting over so it's like fresh page kind of Mm -hmm. but everything from the previous page is still continuing on does that mean do you know what I mean yeah like it's like we're in a series it's like a book series yeah I'm thinking of as like little chapters like I'm reading a book okay I'm starting a new chapter but it's still gonna intertwine Mm -hmm. with the last page of the book so in retrospect nothing really changed yeah I don't know for me personally I just feel like this is such a toxic time because yeah everybody talks about that right now toxic because it is like so we ended the new year showing everybody what we did in 2019. Literally, the last day of 2019, I went on my feed and every like I no, I I'm wanted guilty. to do it. I wanted to do it too, but everybody, literally, this is what I was doing in January. This is what I was doing in February, March, April, May, every month, you know. And then, so we're feeding them this idea that everything was fine and dandy the whole year. Nobody's saying, you know, I broke oh, up with my funny. boyfriend or. I, you know, I failed at my business. I got in a car crash. I lost somebody. Like, nobody's sharing those things. It's all the positive. I went on this trip. I, you know, I got drunk on this day. I did all these things, right? So we're making it seem like our lives are perfect. Like counting the pictures that were me on a trip, me drinking with you, me. That's what I'm saying. But nobody's really having, like, the conversations of, like, what did you you know work on this year like are you a better person did you did you get closer to your goals I mean I do but I I'm just saying like for me it's like such a toxic time because it's like we're fed this like idea of like everybody's perfect everybody's doing great but then when it comes you know the the next day so on the what is it the 31st or whatever the 30th hungover looking ratchet again Mm. every no like that was not your picture from before but no like not even that it's like it's like on one day you're like oh you know everything's all great and the next day it's like oh I need to work on all these things it's like oh my life wasn't good so I need to become a better friend I need to learn how to cut people off I need to do all these things it's like which one was it like was last year a good year or was it not a good year yeah or you know what I mean so it's like that whole toxic aspect of it but then also I do feel like there's a lot of pressure to reinvent yourself because you know you 
everybody wants success fast and they want it right now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you're not, you know, at your goal on day one, it's like somehow you failed. And I don't, I don't want it to be like a new year, a new me. Like I just want to be the same person I was last year who had goals. And I want to continue to work towards Mm -hmm. those goals and become a better friend and a better daughter and a better, you know, all these different things, but I don't want to change who I am. Like I want to be the same person. I'm happy with who I am. I just want to be better. better. Yeah. Always better. Like, so I have a lot, I think I have a lot to say about that whole everything now that you like actually start talking about it because it is true like being open and honest as we are I agree like last year of course I did going back to like that whole picture thing we saw like month to month to month to month to month but of those months how many of them were actually good yeah I had really good moments but now that I look back at it and I reflect it was probably the lowest year that I've had and I think we can both vouch for that. Like, at the time, it may not have not vouch for that, like, you had a low year. But mm-hmm. for me, you seeing it from the outside and me now, like, being at a place where I can reflect upon it, knowing that it was a really bad year for me. Like, just in so many different aspects. Of course, there were, there were really good times, like, weekends, moments that I felt really good. But in all actuality... It was a year that I was fucking smoking so much to not feel that way, feel so many things that in the moment, of course, I didn't see it that way. And I always said I was never going to be that way. And just even smoke in general, because my whole thing, I've seen what it does to people and I will never be that. And I think for a while without even noticing, I probably was exactly what I said I never would be. And now that I look at it, And I've talked about it so much with you, like, in the past, or in the past few months, that the end of the year, once I literally, like, turn the page, and that's exactly why I say that I don't need to reinvent myself, because I think there was a point in that year where I did say something clicked, and a reinvention kind of started, like, a whole new period of growth. And right now, today, I'm at a place where I can look back at both of those, like, phases of 2019 and say this is where I failed myself first and foremost and this is where I turned shit around for myself also because not just on social media but in my actual life did I have so many people fooled but see I think it's important that you say that like that you reinvented yourself not because of a period of time like oh it's January 1st yeah but because it in your life based on what was happening in your life you felt like it was time to like change a page yeah and it's not even necessarily i don't even know if reinvent yourself is the right word but yeah it's, it's like, not reinventing it's just something like you're like i need to be better for me mm-hmm. and for the people around me so that they're not suffering seeing me silently suffer right because i was dragging people it was affecting the people around me just and nobody said anything nobody spoke about it right but that's important too and it's like you now because we're in the new year you get a chance to reflect on those things but it's like you didn't have to wait until january 1st to become to, yeah. be, to work towards to being a better that. you like you yeah. were just able to do that because in that moment that's what you were ready for mm-hmm. and I feel like you know I don't speaking on like that that aspect of things I feel like you know I did watch you 
you know, struggle this year. And I feel like, you know, in, in a lot of ways, like I struggled last year, I sh- 2020. Last, last year, excuse me, 2019. And I feel like, you know, there was a moment in time where like, I got so fed up with the situation that like, I finally had to just speak on it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that, that's also like important. Like that's yeah, part of, it was a switch for you too, because it was also weight lifted off of your shoulder and like, a new process for the both of us together kind of yeah uh, yeah no definitely because I feel like you know I've known you for all of my life and I don't feel like I've ever had like an open conversation with you like that yeah and I feel like it's allowed for us not that we don't talk or you know what I mean yeah but it's like I feel like we've gotten so comfortable just the way that things are we don't necessarily always like share our feelings yeah. or say what we think or how we feel not because we don't mm-hmm. care but because that's never been our relationship yeah so it's like in 2019 I feel like we made we this shift shift where like I feel like hopefully I feel like you know you're able to come to me and like have more open conversations Mm -hmm. and vice versa um so I'm looking forward to like what that manifests into for 2020 but I I think we've already worked on it so much literally just in the past like month more than we ever have Mm -hmm. so I think that that was important like and it wasn't January 1st that brought mm-hmm. that upon. Uh-uh. It wasn't a new year. It was just the timing of things. <laughs> and also for those who don't know, because we failed to mention this, yeah, when the most- we started, the most important thing about us is we have literally been in each other's lives since the day I was I feel like I always say this, that I'm always working on this, but I think 2019 was a year that I realized it the most um and it's something that I had a big period of my time that I had worked on it and I had gotten so comfortable with it I was doing so good with this situation you're gonna be like bitch that's it but (laughs) communication um I think that was like my biggest struggle at the end of the day that whole little story time we just had it all ties back because of my lack of communication to speak up for myself for my wants my needs what I was going through what I was feeling to the point where I just got so low and that's like a point where I had been in like my sophomore year when my parents were getting divorced when they were I lost my house my everything and I was in a little shell so I was like super depressed wasn't speaking wasn't saying anything until I started to do so and I got to a point where I was so good at it and then me and um Mia our other our best friend you'll probably hear her name be tossed around quite a bit (laughs) sorry Mia just FYI if you're hearing this um but she pulled out a letter from after that period that I had written her when she was I don't know if she sent it to you yeah well she talked to me about it yesterday yeah and we were talking about this probably yesterday as well I don't even remember that far that long ago but how I wrote her this letter and it was so in detail like about every little thing like you could see and hear the wheels turning in my head exactly how I was thinking and feeling it like so descriptive that I'm like where did that go for a minute I that person was like such a confident person in speaking her emotions and feelings and I think last year I completely lost touch of that that that's like my biggest lesson is to get back to being able to be as expressive as I was and I was talking about this um with my boyfriend the other day too like 
I don't know, we were talking about something that we want to, like, better or, like, change in ourselves, and I said my communication style. I know that I need to be so much better right now, and it's for myself. I mean, of course, it's for the people around me because you need to know what I'm feeling and going through, but first and foremost, for my own sanity and my mental health, speak my mind about the things that are really bothering me. So that's, like, the one thing that... I lost touch of and I learned that I need to get back to and that at the end of the year I learned to start doing again so kind of all in one there um a little bit of realization knowledge and kind of execution because I I think since then I have gotten a lot better at expressing even though I'm not like to the exact place that I want to be where any little thing that bothers me I'm gonna say it that's not the case I completely still hate and do not like confrontation, so it's really hard for me, but um, I know that for my own peace of mind and well-being, that I need to be much better about my communication. So that's, that's what I think I learned and have already started to get better at, starting with today. Before, I never would have been speaking into a microphone. (laughs) (laughs) It's a work in progress. Always, always, always. For me, I would say... I, like, had a conversation with my mom yesterday, and she asked me, like... You know, I've been in two, I guess, long-term relationships. Mm -hmm. They were a year, um, at least. One was, you know, almost five years. And she asked me, what did I learn in those relationships? Mm -hmm. And I said very vaguely... I learned to know what I want. And we kind of got in like an argument about my response. She's like, that's not a good response. And I was like, I was like, well, how do you say if it's good or bad? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, how are you going to tell me? Like if my response is good or bad, like this is how I feel Mm -hmm. about what I learned, you know? And so I was kind of getting super frustrated with her because I was like, no, this is, this is literally what, this is what I, what I learned. And, And she, and I, so I had to kind of explain it to her a little bit more. And I had to say, You know, when I say I had to learn what I want or I have to know what I want, I mean, I'm still figuring out what it is that I want in a relationship. And it doesn't even have to be in a relationship. That's like something that describes you. You're always figuring it out. Right. But so I told her, like, I'm, you know, figuring out what I want in a relationship and I'm still figuring it out. So Mm -hmm. when I say like when I get into the next relationship I'm in, I want to know what I want. Mm-hmm. So I don't know right now what that is, but when I get there, I need to know what I want before yeah. I get in there because I feel like when you enter into a relationship and you don't know what you want, it's easy to get into a place where like you're getting all these things handed to you that you don't want or that you don't want to deal with or anything yeah. because you weren't aware from the beginning like what you wanted, like what you need in a in a in a partner, what you need um you know, your partner to say or do or yeah. even how you mm-hmm. want them to make you feel. Um so so I know that now. And like you said, like, it's not just in a relationship, it's in all aspects of your life. So I feel like for me, that was the last conversation in 2019 that I had that was like, this is an overarching theme. If I go into every situation and I know what I want, it's going to be better for me across the board. That's like in work, you know, like if I go in knowing what I want out of my workplace, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a better thing for me. If I go into my friendships, knowing what I want, not necessarily that I need to receive something from my friendships, but like what is the kind of respect that I demand out yeah. of friendships or what do I want to be able to give to my friends? What do I want them to be able to give mm-hmm. to me, etc. I just feel like it makes, <coughs> excuse me. Ooh. 
Um, it makes for a better, <laughs> a better life. Like, so I would say just ultimately, I learned that it's important to know what you want out of every situation before you get into it so that you don't end up in a position where you are dealing with something that was never a part of the yeah. plan. I feel like I agree and I also disagree. Okay. So I agree on the knowing what you want, um, but I also think that it kind of, that kind of goes hand in hand with my communication. When it's something that you come across that wasn't what you wanted or that you realize in that moment is or isn't, you have to be able to express it. So I think it's, of course, good to know what you're getting yourself into, but also goes hand in hand with going with the flow of things, not always having to know the plan and not always having to stick to said plan because it changes. And I think you realized that recently, too. Well, no, yeah, that's something that we were just talking about yesterday, but and also manifestation. My so this is kind of off topic, but going into topic, you'll see. My mom has always told me, literally, I think since I was high school, not that she's trying to marry me off or trying to give me, you know, the <laughs> sure? my dreams. And I'm <laughs> to your knowledge, she's 15 not 15 <laughs> years old, no, but she's always told me, write down a list of the exact like attributes and qualities that you want in somebody what you want out of that relationship what it is that you're looking for and it'll come to you and that's something that literally she's always told me to do and even if I don't write it down it's in my head and I would repeat it to myself and it wasn't because I needed you know my prince charming or whoever or whatever the situation was to come to me that exact moment but it was when it would I knew kind of what it was and even if it looks differently each time or the exact situation it still falls under what I had originally had in mind so that's why I say I agree but then also every situation is different so it's gonna you kind of have to not conform but if it's something that you're willing to work for or adapt you will right and just knowing that you have to communicate speak up if it's something that you realize along the way you know what this isn't working for me or this is exactly what I wanted but it looks very different than what you thought it did because that can happen too you can think you know exactly what you want but then you get something else and you're like you know what but I think this feels better than what I originally anticipated that's very possible to happen too so I think it it's always going to look a little different and that's why we can't kind of like just fixate on this is what I want. This is my plan. This is what I need exactly to the T. So it's always going to be evolving just right. like us. It's and I, I agree. I feel like there should <laughs> definitely be a balance somewhere in there. But like for me, I feel like I went into a relationship where I didn't necessarily know what I wanted. Yeah. And I allowed that to take me to a place that I shouldn't have been, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, so I feel like when I go into the next relationship, I have to know what I want in every aspect of my life so that I don't become yeah. somebody that I no longer recognize because I am now in a place where I'm like, I don't even want to be in a relationship. I just want to be by myself. I want to be, I want to focus on me. I want to become a better person, become a better friend, become mm-hmm. a better everything. And that's not to say like, I'm not, you know, dating or I'm not me- yeah. talking to anybody. I just, my priority right now is me and I'm being very selfish with my time and my energy and like who I choose to let into my life. And I've, you know, I feel, 
I'm excited for myself because I've never allowed myself to just be on my own. Like, I've always been in a relationship since I was 15. So, it's crazy. I was about to ask what angry. Yeah, since I was 15. So, it's, like, it's crazy Mm -hmm. to just be in a period where, like, I don't feel like I'm depending on anybody or like any one person it's like yeah like people you know will give me butterflies or I'll get excited about being with around certain people or texting certain people or talking to them or hanging out but it's like I don't feel like I need somebody and it has to be and if it is like something that you need it has to be what you want I think we've going back to our Christmas showdown (laughs) we had a conversation and somebody was trying to tell Renee specifically what she needed to do to be in a relationship to get a relationship and the whole thing that we had was first of all that's not what it is and second of all it's going to be exactly what you want it to be so everybody's idea of it is very different but I mean if that's like that's something that's going to work for you yeah but I mean it's been interesting because I feel like in this period so many people have like shared how they feel about yeah, everybody has an opinion. No, everybody, everybody has, everybody an, has opinion. an opinion. And so, like, I'm I'm in a period where, like, I'm trying not to take everything so personal, but I've heard it, like, literally from everybody in my life, like, this is what I think you should be doing. This is what I think you should be doing, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, no, what I want right now is to just be by myself. And if I'm talking to a new person every single day, that's, that's me. That's a part of my process. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It might not be right, but it's what I'm doing. And yeah. right now it's about me. Like, this is about and me. everybody's process is different that's like something that we were talking about recently too like it even looks different for ourselves yeah like the point that we thought we should have been in or we're gonna be in right now may be something completely completely different and I think right now what we're doing is we're gonna get to that point where we have to be honest with each other too because even recently like how Renee is saying that everybody has an opinion our relationship has always been I'm not going to give an opinion. So it's kind of always been the exact opposite. We're not going to give opinions to each other about stuff so, like, harshly because we've just always been the type to be like, okay, if you're telling me something, I'm going to listen to you. If you want my opinion, if you want to hear it, I'll give it to you. But that's why it's also been super hard for us to get past that because we never really had that established if that makes sense you'd think we did in 23 years of friendship Mm -hmm. but it wasn't until really recently that we were like you know what fuck down and let me tell you what i think because it's hurting both of us but it didn't need to yeah and i and i feel like that's it's so interesting because i don't necessarily feel like it's bad either no yeah i don't think it's all bad yeah you know what i mean it's i feel like there is value in being able to have somebody that i can just come to and it and i don't feel like there's judgment you know what i mean like i can literally just speak 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 and it's okay yeah and we go on our on our Mm -hmm. own you know because it's like there's so many moments in your life where you just want to speak to somebody i feel like that's why therapy is such a thing There used to be some, I used to be so embarrassed to say like as like a little like sophomore junior like yeah I go to therapy like it wasn't normal Mm-mm. it definitely was not like mental health was not a a thing to talk about like I couldn't talk really about anybody I mean no. about it with anybody 
And now it's like... And now it's a thing. Yeah, it's like trending. A, hashtag It's trending. literally like, trending. No, yeah. So it's like... Can you want to go to see a therapist? Let's go to therapy. Yeah, just but that's what, like, it's like a thing. Like, instead yeah, of going to get our nails done, it's like a therapy yeah. thing. But yeah, like, I'm just... Like, I think that there's value in that, like, in being able to just, like, basically have, like, a therapy yeah. session, you know, where, like, I don't need to say anything to you. Like, you're still working through it. And be it. able to admit that you need it. First and foremost, be able to admit to yourself and to somebody that you need help that not even help but that you need to speak to somebody besides your group besides your parents besides you know like a professional as also I feel like there's that other flip side of like our our conversations with each other it's hard for us to open up in that way because our relationship has always just been to listen like that's my but that's also how I am as a person. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even just in our relationship. I feel like that's how I am with all of people. my friends. Like, I'm the person you can come to and I'll listen. And you, if you ask me what I think, I'm going to ask you questions that are going to make you figure it out. Yeah. Like, so what do you, how do you feel about that? What does that make you think? Like, oh, so what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I want you to figure it out. And if you truly want my opinion, I'm going to give it to you. Or if it gets to the point yeah. where, like, I see that you're hurting or this is not a positive situation for you, yeah, I'll speak on it. Mm-hmm. But I also believe in letting people live the life that, like, they're meant to live. And you yeah. figuring it out. There's a lesson in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I I feel like I've learned that sometimes I do need to say a little bit more. And But how I am as a friend doesn't make me a, a bad friend. It just makes me different. Yeah. So. And I think that kind of goes, like, with, I mean, me personally, I think... I know how to communicate with each of my friends differently. Mm-hmm. So everybody has their own. And that's kind of, it goes back to having your love language. What's your, your listening communication <laughs> language with different people individually? Because what may work for one person is definitely not going to work for another, which is exactly why we had that communication style because we've seen it firsthand how different ones didn't work. So ours did work for us. And that's literally, I, I know kind of how to manage or go about conversations with different people, if that makes sense. Um, but it's true. I mean, why is it, though, that you want to be so open with somebody, but then you think, I'm, like, so distracted reading that box up there and <laughs> because pumpkins is spelt wrong. Jesus. <laughs> it's like, so squirrel. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's going to be a lot of that. Oh, God. Okay. Um, but anyways, why is it that... We can go to a random stranger and tell them exactly what it is that we need to say or, you know, just shit that you don't tell your friends or your family. It's the judgment but, part. Mm-hmm. That was an easy answer. It's the judgment it part. No, it really is. Because literally mm-hmm. there'll be people I meet for the first time and it's like, they know my whole life story. Like, so this and this and this and this Oh, this here we go. Day one, 1996. Yeah. Go. go through the whole 23 years with them. But then there's people who have been in my life for 23 years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't necessarily maybe know how to say something. Or I'm afraid that, like, when, you know, like, it's I had this argument with this person, you know, that I was dating. And then when that person, like, when you're around that person, now you're looking at who I'm dating differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's the judgment like, thing. Like, kind of like, well, if that point you're just walking on eggshells 
Yeah, but it's true. Always. You know, well, it's true. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, but that's but that's the reality. Both of you should have seen our eyes, the <laughs> looks in our faces, like we could have just discovered a new country. But that's the that's the real like the real uh, thing yeah. about it. You know what I mean? It's like if I'm dating somebody and something goes wrong in our relationship, I might not always want to talk to my friends about it because my friend, I want my friends to like this guy. Yeah. So it's like, then who do I turn to? Who do we you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's hard. It's very hard. Also, I don't know. So what I feel like we went say? off. I don't know. I we just feel did like definitely went off on, on a tangent. This is what we, we went are open and honest. <laughs> yeah. getting it all. So this is I don't know. But and and something else that I'll that I will say I learned in 2019 is I forgot that that's why that's we, where even we started. started talking about. Yeah, that's that's where we started. And this is where we are. <laughs> Um, something else that I learned in 2019 is what? What's no, this? No, I completely blanked on what I was gonna say. To so let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. That's my my dad always says um, that. L I G, let it go, let it go, let it go. L I G. I yeah, 2019. There's a lot, a lot of change, um, and I think that's why this year. I'm super just realizing that all of that has to go. So, like, realizing, because here's a little backstory. My mom, I basically now live by myself most of the time. My mom lives in Mexico for a majority of the time. My brother just moved away. And there was a lot of stuff that was coming up for me about that. And there was even stuff that you would send me, like, oh, hey, I thought of you. Like, this resonates. And it was all about letting go and change. And... That's exactly what this, the first two weeks of this month have been all about, is realizing that, okay, now I'm pretty much on my own. My brother moved a week and a half ago, and he was, like, the one person that I had here Mm -hmm. that was my, I mean, I know that I have my family, I have my friends, I'm definitely not alone, but in the sense of having my blood, my family here close to me, he was the one person that I knew, even if I don't see you every single day, proximity-wise, I know I can run to you in a heartbeat and you will be right there today i i'm sitting here and my mom's in mexico she'll be back i can't really i can't give you a date my brother moved away my dad lives across the country so now it's just dealing with the fact that okay i have to let it go we're all moving forward and growing so much more independently because we're used to having everybody so close to each other and luke and i were like each other's backbones so I know that that's, like, something that not only I, but we both are definitely, like, learning through, letting go of not even a life, but an idea of a life that we had um, in the last few years. And right now, like, 2020 is such a year of, that's, like, something else that I was going to mention before when I said, oh, I have a lot to say. Mm -hmm. Um, He, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, Luca, but... Literally, he had said by the by this time, by the time I'm 26, which is in a month, basically start of the new year, I thought I would have my entire life figured out. And now it's barely starting. So like the re- whole reinvention, like we have this idea that we're going to be at this place in so long and then you can't just turn the page. It's going to happen when it happens. Like that set plan that you're talking about knowing exactly what's going to happen, where it's going, it's, it's always going to have its little diversions, you know? Mm-hmm. So I... Sorry, 
another little tangent. Love them. No, that's but. okay. But I, I want to like center back into this idea of I. So like, I feel like we've talked a lot about like, yeah, how our year was and it's, you know, been in relation to other people or experiences or things of that nature. But like, I want to know like, how was it for you taking into account mm-hmm. like all of your experiences, but like, how did you feel about 2019? How did you feel? And how are you feeling about 2020 so far? 2020, I'm excited. I'm pumped. Like, the end of my 19 was so good compared... I literally started my 2019 New Year's Eve. When I came home from my party, I spent that next, like, hour or so crying. So my 2019 literally started with me laying in bed next to my mom while she's asleep and me bawling my eyes out trying not to wake anybody up because my cousin is sleeping in the bed next to me. My mom is literally sleeping in the same bed to me next to me and I'm sitting there crying. That's how my 2019 started. So you can imagine how the how it only could have progressed if that's how it started. We started off on the fucking left backwards upside down. <laughs> the wrong <but> side of the bed. <laughs> literally. So I think you would just take that idea into your head and know that I started off the year like that, and that's pretty much how it progressed for the next few months. Mm-hmm. And then when, like, my whole switch happened, it was literally like, <laughs> sounds shitty to whoever's listening to this, but literally you could see it just wash off of me. And the rest of the year... The rest of those months, like, my last quarter of the year was so amazing that it makes me emotional just thinking about how good, like, how, how happy I just am now. Like, literally so pumped for this year. That, well, that's my feelings about 2020. Just excited. Mm -hmm. Like, it started off so well. My 2019 ended really well, and it went into a new year starting so well that yeah that's all I have to say about that I'm just excited I'm happy mm-hmm. as you should be yeah I feel like as, as, as you should be um but yeah I feel I don't know how I feel yet <laughs> you know I'm I'm still working through it because I like I've said before I feel like 2019 was a year of like being honest with myself that like I need to figure out what it is that I want and I feel like I'm still working on that I'm like learning to be alone Mm -hmm. which is scary it's so scary to just be alone like Mm -hmm. and I'm not just talking about necessarily like in a relationship like I'm working on trying to be comfortable with like just being on like going places by myself or Or being at home or being at home for an amount of hours hours. yeah I'm not that person like literally everybody's always like oh well you're always out like you're always traveling you're always you know here you're there you're at this concert you're there you're doing all these things and it's like because I genuinely don't like to be alone Mm -hmm. like you could legitimately text me and be like let's go here and I'll be like I'm down yeah well that's why I mean not to even be mean or anything but the, the other day when you told me, like, I haven't gone out in a month. And I was like, you're lying. I literally looked at her and I was like, you're lying. She's like, no, this weekend I did this. The next weekend I did this. The following I did this. And I was literally sitting there, like, 
contemplating the entire last month of our existence, thinking like, oh shit, this is good. Like, this is yeah. this is progress for you because you never would have done that before. But, but like, that's the thing is, is like, I'm just somebody who likes to be busy, like no matter what it is, it doesn't even have to necessarily be like going to the club. Like it could literally just be like going over somebody's house or going to dinner or going, I just like to be busy. Like I like to be booked and busy, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. like, because I have a fear of being alone. And why is that? Why do you think, where did that come from? So I've like been like really focusing on this, like for myself. And I feel like it has a lot to do with me being an only child um because I've grown up basically my whole life alone because there's nobody my age or you know what I mean and so I have this fear I know this sounds like very dark but like when my parents pass Mm -hmm. away like it's gonna be just me like yeah I have friends yeah I have family but like nobody else is gonna experience that loss in the same way that I am like but if I had a sibling like Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like it would be different so I feel like I like almost am looking for to be around people and to like have all these relationships with people because I want people to be there when that day come you know what I mean so it's all centered around that in reality yeah because like what you just said I want people to be there on that day yeah I want them to be there for me and so it's like I feel like it has to be a work in progress but I've seen myself be friends with people that like I know are toxic for me Mm -hmm. just for the sake of like knowing that I could have them around friends yeah and so it's like I've been having like this very honest like conversation with myself like are these people that I genuinely want in my life or is it just like to add numbers like oh I have them I have them I have them Mm -hmm. I have them and so I've really like been looking at the people who like are there for me who like check up on me who like are continuing like we like actually have a relationship and so I don't know. I I honestly feel like it has to do with a lot of things, but I would say number one, like me being an only child. And then number two, like me being in a relationship since I was so young, like, and it wasn't just a relationship where like we would, you know, go and go on dates. Like we did everything together. Like you traveled together when you were like, what? Young. Yeah. Like we would travel together, like, and like go to the dentist together, like the doctor, like places like where you can literally be there on Mm -hmm. your own. Like you don't need anybody to be there with you. Like, Um, so it was just like, in a lot of ways, like a dependency. And so I feel like it's so weird to now be by myself. Like, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to the dentist by myself. Like what? Like, and like, I don't think I ever looked at it that way that you're like describing it it. because we've talked about it so many times, but I don't think I ever really like got it. Yeah. And so it's crazy. Like, and so, like, people now see me and they're just like, oh, she's doing all these things. And it's like, number one, I just like to be busy, like, mm-hmm. in general. Like, I feel like that's just my personality. Yeah. And then number two, I also, like, have this fear of being alone. And so... that's I mean, that's a big thing that you can recognize it because then at least you know what you have to work on and that there's a spot, like, a part of you that does have a big fear. And it's not an irrational fear. It's totally valid that you have to work on so that you can be able to progress and... I mean be okay like because mm-hmm. that's like a big thing to be dealing with like I'm afraid to be alone all the time yeah in every second of the day I'm afraid to be alone yeah and like but so that's what I'm saying we're like I don't know how I feel yet because it is it has been so uncomfortable for me because I've like literally realized so many things about myself like how I've like stayed in like relationships or stayed talking to people that like I maybe not necessarily should have been with 
just for the sake of having somebody, like being comfortable with a routine rather than being in love with a person. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm just like taking time to like figure my shit out. And it might not make sense to anybody else in the world. It doesn't need to. But it's making sense to me. And that's like all that I can really do. So yeah, I'm excited for 2020. But I'm also super fucking nervous. Well, I think it also a big thing that like goes into what you said, being alone and having that fear and acknowledging it. You've already made a huge step, even though it's only one person and one kind of minute. It might be something super small to other people. But for you, this step was huge, like being able to say, I need to cut this person off because they're not good for me. They're not a good friend to me. And they don't. There's no real purpose, substance in our relationship to keep them in my life. And maybe even, what, like two weeks for you, it was a complete different mentality of, and I'm sorry, I'm speaking for you, but you literally would say, like, I can't cut people off. I can't. It's just not in me. I'm not going to do that. I don't see how you could do that. And then now you're kind of after, like, realizing all that and, like you said, having those conversations with yourself that you need to have, you've been able to realize, like, Maybe I do need to do that. And let's see how I feel when I do that. And now you feel good about having done that. So it's progress. And that goes back to your fear of being alone. Cutting one person off that you have to erase from your whole tally of list of people. Mm -hmm. So now your list is dwindling when you wanted it to keep growing. Mm -hmm. But I, and, and I don't know, I feel like I still hate the word, like, cutting people off. No, because, but you know what I mean. No, like, no, and, and what you're saying is valid. Like, like, I'm essentially cutting people off, but at the same time, like, I'm making boundaries for myself. Mm-hmm. So if you are somehow, like, not respecting my boundaries, I'm not cutting you off. You're, you're doing cutting the shit to yourself off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it has nothing to do with what I'm doing. It's like, I've set these boundaries for myself. So if you're in somehow, like, you're in my shit, you gotta go. You know what I mean? Like, I'm no longer, like, just, like, allowing people to be in my life for the sake of being in in my life. Like, I'm just... And, like, that was my biggest thing. It was, like, I was always the type to be, like, okay, these people did me wrong. But it's, like, what did I do to, like, provoke it? You know, I must have done something. And somehow I always found the flaw in myself. And it's, like, really, yeah, sometimes I do do shitty stuff. You know, I'm not perfect. I'm I'm human. But also other people do shitty things. Mm-hmm. And it may have you. Yeah, it may have nothing to do with me. Not every single thing that happens is your fault. Yeah. But that's how I would operate. Like, I would be like, oh, it's my fault. Oh, it's fine. Like, we can still be friends. Mm -hmm. And, like, knowing that, like, somehow that was eating me up. And so I still, in a lot of ways, like, have a big heart. Like, I'm the type, like, I want to be friends with all my exes. Like, I want to be friends with, like, everyone who I've known for my entire life. Like, that's just, like, how I am as a person. Mm -hmm. It's like, I've let you into my life. Like, I've let you into my heart, into into my home. Like, I've let you meet my family, things like that. Like, to me, that's a big deal. And, like, I'm not, I'm super emotional, but I don't always share that with people. but I'm so emotional and so I feel like if I'm like basically having a relationship with you like I'm gonna make it work no matter what and I've like come to the point where it's like it's not for me to make it work no matter what Mm -hmm. it's for you to respect like me as a person and my boundaries and we should make it work because this is a relationship as a team yeah and like that's friendships that's family every relationship you're you're a team even if it's one-on-one or so many yeah, people. so 
I don't know. I feel yeah. that's something. Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah. I just feel like I've like had a lot of progress and like that. That's that sense of things and just like had a lot of time to like reflect and like it's super scary and uncomfortable. Like I've put myself in a lot of uncomfortable positions this year. A lot of sticky situations. But I'm happy. I'm generally happy, like where I am yeah. right now. Like I think that's always the goal mm-hmm. that we need to have. Even if it's in the back of your head and the front of your head. The goal is always to be happy. Be liked. Yeah. I don't think there's like anything I would change. Like everything happened the way mm-hmm. it was supposed to happen. Like Oh, it, I agree a hundred percent. It was a lesson or it was, you know, a loss or it was a win. Like everything happened the way that it was supposed mm-hmm. to happen. Everything is happening the way it was supposed to happen. Exactly. Um There's so much that I want to say about that, but we're gonna save that for episode three. Yeah. Oh, Lord, I just need a little deep breath. <laughs> Drink some water. But I, I do want to end this just speaking, you know, if you do have resolutions or goals for the Don't year. Don't let us crush your thoughts. You know, go after them. <laughs> yes. So as we figure out what we want in this first month of the new year, think about what Salil Jaw said. For a change, don't add new things in your life as a New Year's resolution. Instead, do more of what's already working for you and stop doing things that are time waste. Thank you all for listening to the Open and Honest podcast. And we will be back next week to discuss what we want out of romantic relationships in 2020. I'm Isa and I'm open. I'm Renee and I'm honest. And this is the Open and Honest podcast. Oh, fuck.